to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. How much does your son mean to you? Everything. Then you can leave here with the cure. I, I, I don't have any gold. I just got a knife. There will be a terrible price to pay, but not in gold. If you're interested, we can make a deal. I don't know much about deals, but if I can save my son's life, I will trade anything. from Underbrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is my former lover and son. What? Well, they're dead anyway. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing tonight, Anne-Marie? I'm good. How are you? A little tongue-tied. Do you have any idea what show you're doing? No, I don't. I don't. What show is this? What show is this, this is, again? This uh, is, uh, uh, greetings, greetings from, from Under, Underbrook. Greetings, Underbrook. greetings from, from Underbrook. Underbrook. <laughs> and as always, we're joined by our chat room here at uh, live.universebox.com on Wednesday nights, 8.30 p.m. EST. We have Angel and unseen viewer and amy p and hope, hope. and uh, probably some more will filter in there or they're, sure. they're refreshing or they're giving up on us yeah maybe they've <laughs> given up on us and they've given up on once it's all over it's all over from here but again like we did last week uh we we, we have guests amory why don't you go ahead and introduce our guests i would like to welcome our good buddies brie and alex from other side of the mirror hi guys hey, hey. How, how you doing, guys? We're awesome. 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 You guys are sitting in a, a like a, a diner booth, right? We yes. are. They, we, how, did, how did you procure a diner booth? Did you steal it from a Granny slash the Blind Witches? Or? Kind of, sort of, yeah. <laughs> I love a diner booth like Granny's. It's like my bucket list now. I was looking for a desk for me in a reclaimed place, and I was walking around. <laughs> I was creeping around, and I was like, oh, crap. I've got to get that for Brie because if she knows it exists... So I called you and you were like, yes, bring it home. Nice. So we have it. That's fantastic. Awesome. Now, now uh, other side of the mirror, like I, we've, we've been running around in the same circles for a while now because we've been mm-hmm. both been a uh, once podcast. Did you guys start in season one or did you guys start uh, a little bit later like we did? Two, I think. We, yeah, we Two? started the summer. The season one had ended. Gotcha. So. Awesome. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so that about ta- times out, right? You guys have a couple months on us. So, couple so that's months, good. couple months. That, that was when I was marathoning the entire se- first season. Because <laughs> same thing. Yeah, I, I resisted for a while. He's like, "You really need to watch this show," and I'm like, "This." He kept going, "But it's like fables," and I'm like, "I want nothing to do with a comic book." <laughs> so I wouldn't watch it. And then Ginny wins because at that point, uh, Big Love had just ended, and oh, all of God. all of the obsessed. Talk about Big Love. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's how I got into this now. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what what drew you guys to Once Upon a Time initially uh, when you were first getting into it and deciding to podcast and all that kind of stuff? Well, the the first episode that we watched, the, the premiere when it aired, it was literally Ginny Goodwin because we were fresh off our big love rewatch yep. and fairy tales, which I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And that was really the draw. And then when we saw Lana and the Evil Queen, and I've always loved the Snow White mythos. Um, I was like, yes, I love this show. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I, I think what they were able to do, especially in the first few seasons, and maybe it just seems less revolutionary to us now because we're used to it. I was amazed what they did with the Rumpelstiltskin, yes. and I was amazed what they did with the Evil Queen. And I think it drew me in like a lot of the shows that you used to do where it was a whole world or a town, whether it's the Gilmore Girls or Northern Exposure or any of those things where <laughs> I feel like I'm in that town. I'm always up for that. Definitely. Now, now, you guys have, have been a little bit uneven because I know for a while, yeah, other side of the mirror went away and then it we came did. back and then went, went away again. Like, uh, what what drew you away from the show and why why are you uh, back to at least, uh, you know, watching it, if not discussing it a little bit? Good question. <laughs> oh, I did not prepare. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I think we, we cooled on the show for a while. Um, we, do we, I'm going to let you take this one. I feel, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like when you watch something so critically for so long that it's really hard to even see any good points when the show goes dreadfully off course. And I feel like mm-hmm. the Frozen and that whole season was just dreadfully off course. Yeah. Yep. But we really love listening to people talk about the show and people giving us feedback on the show and hearing what yeah. they have to say. So we thought, okay, we'll watch the premiere and just see you know, how it goes. I do think we really needed a break from mm-hmm. obsessing over it because yep. it, it really changes the way you watch a show when you have to obsess over it and watch it twice and think about it. I think that last season was horrible, <laughs> frankly, and I think this season is better. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't think it is what it was, but I'm also not going to continually whine about it and go on and on and on about how it's not like season one because it is what it is. Not on audio, anyway. You know, we've all <laughs> yeah, we've all been involved in shows that go on for ten years, and five of them are great, and then there are three that are horrible and two that are good. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it's rough when you're doing a uh, podcast about it too because like if you if you go and you watch the show and you hate that episode you're like, "Oh great, I have to go talk about this now." Mm-hmm. And all of our listeners are going to be alienated because obviously on Twitter they loved it or yes. whatever. So and that's like how we got a Canadian bootleg episode yes. where Bobby and his daughter had to do the episode for us. Yes. We were like, "I can't this no, just Which no. episode was that? The bear was it the bear king? The I don't know. It was king. the one that like oh, hey, oh. it was the filler episode. It I'm was focused. it was yeah. we we have to do another episode here. So no main characters. Insert there. I do recall you guys skipping it, and I thought, yes. oh, at least other people in the universe think this was the worst, <laughs> biggest waste of an hour. Or two. Oh, we got pushback for it. Yeah, we got a bit of we got some pushback for uh, not acknowledging it, and we we're like, no, it's, which it's, is I don't why, why have... it exists. So. No. Uh, because then we got the potion that they used in the first episode of this half season ah, to talk to the ah, desk. That's, right. that's the sole purpose of that entire episode. <laughs> and when we were watching it, we went, and that's why we have this. Like, we didn't even know why we had it yet, but we knew that that's what we needed. <laughs> At least you picked up on it. We yep. were just yeah. like, what, what was that? Yep. <laughs> you just wiped it out of your memory, which was probably the better option. Probably better. That's, yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Well, you know, we do have an episode this week to discuss. What? So why don't we get yes. to it, Amory? Okay. This why don't we good. get started? with the rhyming episode summary. Hades sends Hook down the Lost River. Gold's crystal ball gives him quite a shiver. To save his old enemy, he'll need his ex, whose aura will cancel out Hades' house hex. Regina is on the hunt for some closure. Cruella provides the gravestone disclosure. That's more than some shade Rumple just threw. No big surprise, evil is what devils do. That was fantastic. Oh, nice. Devils do. <laughs> <laughs> now we understand the meaning of the episode title. Yeah, yes, <laughs> definitely. Amory, what'd you think? Um, I liked it. I I 
didn't know I wanted this Mila episode as much as I did mm-hmm. until it happened. And then I was like, yay! And then she's dead. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it happens. But, no, I, I really enjoyed it. What about you, Brie and Alex? Uh, opening thoughts about the episode. Well, I didn't even know to expect Mila. So that was a happy surprise. And then once mm-hmm. again, then, you know, oh, she's dead. She's thrown yeah. into the CGI green ooze. Yep. So, mm-hmm. alas, poor Mila. Um <laughs> I'm very angry about Rumple, but we can save that. I think <laughs> overall, overall, I would give it a, a pretty good. I mean, yeah. was I entertained? Yes. And did I hate the flashbacks? No. And, and that right there is a win. That, so that was like, I was like, I actually want to know this. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it overall too. And as much as I hated uh, the the direction they took Rumple at the end of the last half season, mm-hmm. I'm really glad at least they're leaning into it. And yeah. if if he's going to be bad, I'm glad they're making him real bad. All of the bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I, I'm I'm glad at least they're not they're not pulling away from it. But I I, I did enjoy it overall. It, it was my favorite episode this half season, which isn't saying much because you know the first episode <laughs> was kind of like eh. the first episode was awful. Last week was all right. Ooh, this I know. Was, I know. Oh, that first, first episode, episode back. Oof. Oof. Yeah. The the first episode of this half season felt like that week before, or uh, like you come back to school after finals before you get your grade, where no one cares There's about anything, you and do. you're just like waiting around for it to be over. Right. Oh, yep. And it, they didn't even parade in as many people as I thought they would for it being a hundredth episode. I'm like, where is the parade of past said. people? Mm-hmm. We got like yeah. three, and half of them are still there. Oh, and I I, I guess they yep. over in the chat room they really enjoyed my summary this week. It was a good one. It was it a good was one, good. and that was my first read through of it. So I'm really impressed. Yeah, usually we have you rehearse. <laughs> I don't think we had enough time. No, we didn't have time. Okay, let's but, do a point. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and get into my first point, which, uh, believe it or not, has to do with Rumple. Shocking. And uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about Rumple's deal slash deals. Uh, you know, I, I love that this episode finally gives us sort of the origin of why Rumple starts using deals as mm. as his his ply and trade. I mean, they have said, you know, magic comes with a price and all that. Hey. And, uh, you know, that's been a big... Uh, theme throughout the entire yep. series, but we find out where he kind of gets the idea for these mm-hmm. deals uh, mm-hmm. initially. Now, Fendrick the Healer, uh, you know, takes advantage of him in a very desperate moment. He's trying to save his bay, and uh, <laughs> 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 I've been uh, hoping someone was going to say that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh yeah, we got that. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, Mila sends him to kill the guy, and uh, the guy's like, "Oh wait, you don't have the stomach for it? Let's make a deal." In all reality, why didn't she just do it herself? I, I don't she know. She was the tough broad. If she could go buy the dagger, couldn't she just go stab the dude? Yeah, it, it, it was a little weird. I think I think it was more her. And, and this is something we've seen in other Mila flashbacks. It, it's a case of her trying to mold Rumple into a person that she can stand to be with. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Uh, but yeah, I definitely felt like, uh, yeah. y- you know, it-, it was interesting. And, you know, after he makes the deal and he goes back in Mila's, uh, you know, betrayal of him and rejection of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really kind of snowballs what happens with Hook. Right. Uh, y- you know, he sees how easily he was manipulated to basically ruin his life and lose everything uh, mm. because he had no choice because he was wanting to save his son. Right. Y- you know, so it's no surprise that this led him to a- adopt deals as his stock and trade. Mm-hmm. I-, I also I-, I love the moment where he was scared by the dagger. You know, yep. uh, a little I foreshadowing know. there. Some things never change. Yep. Uh, but uh, and then uh, on the flip side, in the modern day, he makes a deal with Hades in this episode too. Yes, I, and you know, I, I was thinking about it. And Hades might be the first one in the series to 
truly come out ahead in a deal with Rumpel. Because, mm-hmm. you know, at first it was a matter of him uh, getting him to do something wicked. Hades was sort of this Rumpel fanboy who wanted to see and enable the Dark One uh, at, to do bad things. And, you know, he, he just wanted to sit back and, and enjoy watching him, right. you know, debase himself, more or less. And now Rumpel is Hades' tool. Uh, but He's stuck. But I, I'm kind of curious, and I'll throw this to Brie and Alex. What do you guys think Hades wants Rumpel to do that only Rumpel can do? Oh, dear. I do not know. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's something to do with another curse, because that's Adam and Eddie's stock and trade. Yes. Mm-hmm. Goodbye memories, everyone. Goodbye memories. That's right. We've already had <laughs> one right. hint of, like, right. lost souls. Mm-hmm. I, you know, barring if Hook doesn't get rid of the happy clan down there. Maybe he wants Rumpel to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I actually think that has something to do with the original curse and that either mm-hmm. Hades created it and Hades has some, I don't know, some affinity for Storybrooke. And that is mm-hmm. why we're seeing Storybrooke look like the underworld. And it must have something to do with that. I hope it's something smart because I do like the fact that Hades can kind of one up Rumpel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. because, you know, the the Swan family, the Charmings, you know, they, they're <laughs> never going to get the best of any deal nope. with Rumpel. They're just nope. too stupid. So it's kind of good to see him try to match wits with someone else. But I really what – what are your theories on that? Because I can't decide if I care what Hades wants, but I'm really enjoying I him. I care. You care. <laughs> I just like watching him. I think he's great. I do too. I, I like that I have no idea what he wants. Mm-hmm. Normally we can at least, you know, suss out what we think is going to happen. And honestly, I'm like, I got, I got no clue because we've already killed. Yeah. Mila's in the river of lost souls. Uh, Bay's already up in the, I don't know, the happy amusement park land. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like I don't, I just, I don't know. Sent Cora off to become Cora is a Miller's daughter she's once again. Daughter again, so but yeah, she's supposed to come back too. So that'll oh, be I interesting. So. Yeah, oh. I, I, spoiler. I, I definitely do feel uh, that you know the the whole fact that. The underworld is basically Storybrooke or Underbrook, as it's referred to in this but episode. Why? <laughs> uh, you know, I think that's majorly important. I I feel like you know, uh, breaking the fourth wall. You know, it was a budgetary decision. Well, I'm but sure. I, I, I feel there's going to be a creative justification for it. They have and Hades' whole deal is going to be wrapped up in it. But it, I, I just, I so. just like you guys, I have no idea where they're going with this. And why have all but three people been in modern clothing you know that's Me- a good point megara was still in her greek garb um the dude that cora threw into the fire and henry senior of course and and as Rump- rumpel that's brings true. up why do why dead kids dead kids need a crossing guard thank you yeah it makes no yeah, sense we they're were, already dead we were confused by that um, it does make me feel like maybe all those people were in the original storybrook and maybe there was an original curse with Hades. I feel like we're going to see a curse, but maybe a curse in the past. Bree's like, I can't. Curse. <laughs> <laughs> no more curses. Yeah. Okay. The I precurse guess. curse. The precursor. The precursor. <laughs> the precursor. <laughs> The precursor uh, curse, yeah. <laughs> you okay. name the episode the precursor. I dare you. Coming dare soon. You <laughs> okay, Amory, you wanted to talk a little bit about a uh, little bit of an awkward situation, right? Emma and Mila. <laughs> Emma and Mila. I love This was everything I could have ever hoped it to be because I hate Emma and, Ho- and Hook so much. Oh, you do? Oh, I hate it. I hate it with <laughs> yeah, passion. She, she, was, she was a swan fire. I am swan fire okay. through and through. And I still hate emma and hook because i feel like it weakened both of their characters but we won't get into that discussion today um like okay rumple's introduction 
to them, the way that Emma is so intertwined with their family tree and both of them just literally look completely disgusted and repulsed and speechless. They're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> How are we? Ew! I think it just felt like dirty, 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 like, ew. Yeah, the, his description of the relationship was worthy of, like, a trailer park or an episode of Jerry Springer or yes. something. Yes, yes, it was. Well, no, it was really, it was worthy of Once Upon a Time, because everyone's related. Yeah. Um. Okay, walking into the gates of hell, a.k.a. Emma's basement door, of course. Of course. And I love that Emma specifically walks away from Mila and holds Rumpel's hand, when it would have made much more sense for her to hold Mila's hand in my eyes. I mean, come on, Emma. It was awkward because this is kind of her mother-in-law, but also um, the ex-girlfriend of her current boyfriend. So, I mean, it's really – it was creative and fun. Twice removed. Twice removed, of course. And But it seems like apparently during that short walk down the stairs, she felt like all was well in the world. And she's like – by the way, Neil is in a good place. Neil's fine. <laughs> it was a little out of there, out there, but I liked I it happening. Well, I liked that. I, I I I really enjoyed Rumple's face in the background. They're like, why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> like, I wanted to know about about Neil too. Yeah. Ex- well, yeah. But I think maybe that's when she realized that it might have been real. Mm-hmm. I think she just mm-hmm. keeps denying that it was real, <laughs> and I need her to stop so we can have him back. I love that she – oh, I love that Mila chose to stay and guard Rumpel in the boat instead of going to save Hook. I, <laughs> I, th- I think that showed so much on her because you know she had to be dying to go see Hook mm-hmm. and help him and save him because of so much that has happened mm-hmm. between them. But she knew better because – And she was dying because she didn't go see her. Well, yeah. yeah. Or at least she's she very They'd have never gotten there. Something different would have happened. Mm-hmm. Hades would have interfered and then we wouldn't have had to deal with the stupid lovey-dovey moment the second we've saved people. But whatever. <laughs> uh, but I do like that she realized she was so much more valuable watching uh, Rumpel because who knows really what he would have done yeah. if she wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. It did lead to a re- really nice moment between them that I'll be t- discussing in a little bit Coming too soon. in one of my points. But uh, Brie and Alex, she wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Rumpel and Mila too, right? Yeah, because I really loved it. And I know you did too. We didn't even expect. I thought there was going to be a lot more between Hook and Emma and Mila, but I and I still want that. But I really loved that it was Mila and Rumple having to deal with their crap. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I love that, like you said, she actually made the choice to say, "Okay, well, okay, there's something going on. This Emma Swan chick is here." Over here is my ex-lover. What the hell? No. Yep. No, she didn't go there. She said, I have to deal with Rumple because he'll double-cross us. But also because I think their theme of unfinished business actually came up there. And yeah. I was like, we have to have this talk. Mm-hmm. And so I love the fact that they sat in that boat and had that conversation. It made so much more sense because they were waiting. It didn't make sense to have Emma and Hook then have this whole conversation. They're, you know, you're, yeah. you're in the underworld, guys. Let's get a move on. Let's stand up, run, but whatever. <laughs> Be that as it may, I was sad to see her die. Yeah. But, I mean, I think her penance is pretty steep to be having to shepherd, what, dead kids across dead the kids. street? Yeah. yeah. She's just floating in a river. So Yes. I have more on that later, too. Oh, yeah. do you? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and bring up one of, one of my points too, just because you guys kind of brought it up uh, here. It, it's just like it, it was nice to see them kind of sit down, have a conversation, and be honest with each other about who they were and who they who they'd become mm-hmm. uh, since they parted ways. Like I thought, I thought it was really uh, telling that Mila 
was able to admit that she was kind of selfish in the way she exited the situation. Yeah. Like, like there, there's a there's a good way to exit a relationship, particularly when a kid's involved in a bad way. And that was the bad way. Yeah, and Mila chose the bad way. I mean, you know, she chose to run away with a pirate. Her heart was hooks. You know, I, I mean, that's fine. Uh, but you know, there, there's a right mm-hmm. way and a wrong way. Go, go tell the kid, give him the opportunity to come with you. It's a pirate. The kids are gonna love yeah, that, right? The pirate. Yeah, I don't know if he'd have chose the pirate though. He I'm not complaining because he loved mm-hmm. his papa. Well, it's like it's like you know, Hook, Hook mentions in this episode, and we've seen it uh, in some other flashbacks too, that he he comes into this port all the time. So mm-hmm. I mean, they could there could have been some shared custody, some old world shared custody. You know, kid goes out <laughs> on the pirate ship for the summer and then comes back uh, with Rumple for school. If you could yeah. see the look I'm giving him right now, <laughs> it's like his cool stepdad with like a Mustang. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I want to no. go there. Yep. It's the same thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that they were both kind of able to admit who they were to each other. When she says, uh, you know, that she was selfish. And then when Rumple comes back after talking to Hades the second time, mm-hmm. and he's like, I finally became, become the man you were trying oh, to I make know. me into. Uh, which we see in the flashback and yeah. in other flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. I, I finally become that ruthless person you wanted me to be. Yeah, that was kind of rough. And, and it, I felt like Rumpel did the right thing by not killing him. So we were like, oh, good job, Rumpel. You didn't kill the guy. And then <laughs> and then we were like, oh, but you bartered your wife's child, child, which is not cool. And then later kill Mila. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although although I think there's more to the story. I Oh, I I'm sure. I think there's a lot more of that happened. I think it's going to be revealed later. I really do. Anywhere they can fit yeah. a flashback. Which do you guys think is more morally wrong? Oh. Killing a dude to get to to heal somebody, uh, to heal your kid, or promising your non-existent second child to that person? I think to get that was children. worse. It, you, worse than killing the guy? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, it affects more people. I guess. It affects more Murder's people. pretty bad, though. Murder is pretty bad, but it's the enchanted <laughs> forest. Like... Yeah. <laughs> You blink, seven people are dead. I mean, I don't know. I do know that our mutual listener, Hope, texted me and said that to bring up the point, like, what if uh, Mila had been the one who had been run off on? Like, what if Rumble had run off with Belle? Would we feel the same about what he did? I don't know. But um, I can't judge murder versus what he did. He did take away her agency. But then yeah. again, murder. But if it was, if I had <laughs> yeah. a kid, I bet you if that, I would be like, all right, fine, you're going mm-hmm. down. Which I think <laughs> was Mila was like the tiger mom or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. She was like, I'm not going to let Bay die. I wish there would have been a different solution. Mm-hmm. Mila should have killed him because no one would have suspected her. <laughs> nope. I think Mila was pregnant. I'm just going to put it out there. You, you yeah, know, I'm it, gonna say that. It, it's an interesting point, too, though, because, you know, Rumple didn't promise his and Mila's right. second child. Yeah. He promised, he promised his. his say, which, you know, obviously came back to bite him here. But I, I, I do think that, you know, the way Mila reacted and his reaction, I, I, I think this episode we really saw what made sure. Rumple the kind of person. Well, well in this episode, he's the yeah. kind of person who wouldn't kill somebody, the kind of person who would consider get, taking the Dark One's power to solve his problems, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when he eventually does. Like, I. I, I think, you know, th- this episode in the actions in this episode definitely started like a snowball effect that, you know, led to Rumple becoming the dark one. Oh, yeah. In a lot of ways. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think that's a good point. And then also when he was like basically ostracized because he was a coward at the Ogre War, mm-hmm. 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 which we just rewatched that episode last night. So. You know, and I do <laughs> think that that's something they do well is what the two of you were just saying is that like with Regina and Rumple, they show you how 
there was a progression and in yeah. a, a lot of times we feel empathy. We feel it for Regina. We podcast about Regina, but then at the same time, we're always like, okay, but you had a choice right there not to take it 10 steps further and go into evil. And so I think that's why Rumpel and Regina are always their strongest characters because they're showing us, yes, they're there. We should have some compassion, but then they always seems to take it, you know, so much further than they needed to. So, <laughs> but hey, Regina got the horse back or whatever. So what, whoever's yeah. horse that was, the yeah. random she horse scene that did not fit that in. Horse, so you she know. did probably kill that horse. That's the thing. Like he even points Look. out the fact that <laughs> like most of the people were down there because of Rumpel, and then a good chunk were because of Regina. But she got soft lately, so she hasn't been sending as many. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? So nice. Uh, anything over in the chat room? Oh, I'm right? sure there's a bunch in the chat room. It just keeps scrolling. Uh, love the fact that it was a deal that got Rumpel, and I love that Hades for using that deal against him. Um, we know why Rumpel always had the child clause in his deals. Why did that magic guy want an unborn child? Yeah. That is that is the question. <laughs> and knows. what does Hades want with this baby? Mm-hmm. What's he, what's he going to do to the baby? He just wants. I think he just wants leverage over Rumpel. Well, I'm sure. But what's he going to do when he takes the baby? Because mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Maybe they can give Zelina's baby the unnamed Zelina baby. Oh, <laughs> pistachio! Just do do a bait and switch. Yeah, because they this- won't notice the red hair. <laughs> <laughs> this, this show has just such a uh, a theme with having someone wants to take a baby mm-hmm. or want to have a baby or lie about a baby or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, okay. <laughs> Baby crazy. Baby crazy. Definitely. Yeah. The traditional soap. It is. You, you know, one more thing before uh, we, we move on. Uh, it, just because I, I remember you guys uh, mentioning this, I wanted to touch back on it. You, you said, what, how would we feel about Rumpel if he did, if he behaved. If he was the lever. If, if Mila's plot points went to him, you know, throughout the whole story and everything. And I, th- I think we would call him like a deadbeat dad. Yeah. Because I, I mean, that already happens. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a. Yeah. It's, it's kind, already, kind of you know, definition. life. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't know, I guess it but, doesn't phase you as much as a deadbeat mom. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Take the kid with you. I don't know. But, but yeah, it just occurred because I, I think I wrote that in my notes a couple of times. Like, you know, if the situations were reversed, yeah, he'd, he'd basically be a deadbeat dad. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's a right and a wrong way. Mila chose the wrong way, but at least she admitted it to herself that she could have handled it maybe with a little bit more tact. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that would have been nice. Yeah. Okay. And Hook played a role, too, which I think yeah. we're going to get more of, and I hope we mm-hmm. do. Yep. Definitely. I like Hook and Mila. That's mm-hmm. my way of saying it. I like them together. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You're, you're a Hook and Mila shipper. Yes, I think so. Oh, boy. <laughs> <You've opened Mila>? <laughs> Bring on the shipping walls. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, we, we won't touch on this too much, Anne-Marie, but you want to tell them about our Patreon real quick, and then we'll get right back into the discussion? Patreon.com slash UniverseBox. Make a nice small monthly donation, and you get stuff from us early, and we owe you guys a party for March, I think. So... Yeah, we will be scheduling that soonish. So I have no idea when, because March is over in like a week. Yeah, probably. And we already have an extra special because of Batman v Superman. So, so second March. Second March. March 2, otherwise known as April, <laughs> will be um, all partied. But so. uh, yeah, uh, you guys, uh, you know, supporting us through Patreon really does yes, help us, uh, does. you know, produce this show, Legends of Gotham. We're so lost. Everything we do, all of our specials. I, and there, there's currently 31 people giving us 145 dollars a month. We love each and every one of you. Kisses, we want to have your babies. Whoa, whoa! I mean, no, no, no. We, we no. give us your babies. No, no, no. Patreon.com slash universe box. Patreon.com slash universe box. No more babies. Patreon.com slash universe box. 
three times. Patreon.com/universebox. Remember to think outside. Thank you guys for your support, though. Yay! Okay, so back to the discussion. Yes. Okay, so a couple a couple things I noticed. I wanted to talk a little bit about. The missing former stars of Once Upon a Time in oh, this episode. Goody, goody. Okay, oh, I thought okay. I thought it was really <laughs> weird that both Pan and the Blind Witch were both name checked in this episode. Pan and, even had a voiceover. Yeah, it, but you know, very obviously pointed out that they weren't appearing yes. in this episode. I, first of all, I thought it was really kind of out of character for Pan to just give gold the shop. Yep, give that gold made no, back the shop. No sense. I, right. I, I mean, he was probably, you know, trying to, you know, get some goodwill going so he could, you know, hitch a ride back to the Or at least that's the reason that they'll use. Yeah, yeah. But I I feel like the real reason (laughs) was that, you know, these two actors were like maybe they were contracted for two episodes and there were negotiations going on or they had to drop out to do other commitments or something. Oh, no, coming back. Because if – yeah, I know. I know. I know. But if it felt like they were originally written into the episode and then had to be written out. Of the episode, really right. quick. Yeah. No. Why do that? Why draw attention to it? And I thought it was really strange to hear Pan with the voiceover and then yeah. no Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. Yeah. So odd. They they could have they could have uh, rewritten it in a couple of different ways. Like they could have had Gold break into the shop when Pan wasn't there. Yep. You know, no harm, no foul. But I do like that he left the Pan for him <laughs> to summon <laughs> that, him. Oh, yes. Whenever he was ready to use the Pan to summon him. Thank you. Thank you. I was like. All I could think of was that video that we played on the Greek mythology episode of Universe Box. The pan, pan, <laughs> pan, 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 Greek god, pan, pan, one half something and another, another half, half man. Yes, it was great. Uh, yeah. Good sorry. Stuff. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> which Musical moments are allowed. <laughs> oh, they always happen. Which, uh, by the way, uh, you know, the blind witch not being there led Regina to finding Cruella. And I, I just wanted to say uh, Rip Bambi's mom. Yep, right, Bambi's mom. Uh, supposedly, maybe. Probably. Uh, maybe Krilla was wearing ba- Bambi's mom. Maybe not. I'm sure. Hard she to was. say. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I, I, I guess we'll never get that story now. We'll never get the Once Upon a Time version of Bambi, sadly. I, I, how was that even going to happen? Yeah. But <laughs> I, I, I do wonder, though, does, it, does that mean that Cruella killed Bambi's mom in the underworld? So, uh, like a second time? Like, Bambi's mom had unfinished business. Oh. She was. She, she, was like, Bambi. she was like, I need to make it back to the forest to make sure Bambi and Thumper are okay. <laughs> and no. Well, no, now you're a coat. Now you're a coat. Well, maybe that means Bambi will have unfinished business in the future. Oh, okay, okay. Because he came, he came to find his mom. Moving right along. I played Thumper in a, in a oh, play. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. Okay. And we'll move on. We don't need to dwell on that. Let's not dwell on that. I, I, I thump, and that's why they call me Thumper. And that was oh. my line. That was my big line. Uh, but Daniel, uh, they also, uh, we also talk a little bit about Daniel in this why? episode, but Can we, we don't get him. stop beating the dead horse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the horse is back to life. Oh, the horse is back to life. We can stop beating the dead horse because the horse is back to life. It's I literally, the second she said she was looking for a grave, I was like, please don't be Daniel. Please don't be Daniel. Please don't be Daniel. Ah, it's Daniel. Oh, queen. Yeah. Oh. It's her closure. It's her closure. It better be closure. It has to be closure. <laughs> There's nothing more they can do. They've already brought him back from the dead and then sent him back. And now he's moved on to a better place. I don't even know what else they could do Well, anymore. I was going to say, like, oh, yeah. I, I thought <laughs> the absence of him in the episode was way more interesting than if he had been in the episode. Because his absence, him not being in the underworld anymore, him mo- having moved on to a better place, means that 
Regina basically ripped him out of heaven to bring him back to life in that yes! episode. So that makes her seem way more weird and twisted than she already did. Did she, she though? Wait, wasn't it wasn't it um, Whale that brought him in the doctor? Was it? Wait a minute. When did he was, die at the stables? When he was a zombie? He, Daniel? Yeah. She discovered he was a zombie. And what I really like about that <laughs> mm-hmm. is that if you look at that episode and then you listen to how they said if this headstones tipped over yeah. it means they went to another place mm-hmm. he appeared to her before she let him go with magic and said love again and so that was like his unfinished like he didn't yes. have any unfinished business he oh, okay. already went to the better place that's a good point that's a good point okay, so he it told makes me her- sad though because i wanted to be more weird and twisted so three years why don't ago- <laughs> they explain it why don't they ever explain like who this would be a little bit stronger of a season if they could say this person had this belief system or yep. something as to where who was where. Because yep. all it made me think was, oh, nice scene. Oh, yeah, Daniel was the zombie Daniel and yep. Regina had to kill him. And then where's Marion? Because I think that's, <laughs> I mean, it was a nice scene, soon, but that's sure. a more pressing issue to me is like, can we have that discussion, yeah. please? Yep, show. Yeah. Maybe maybe if Robin Hood ever gets more than his one uh, two-minute contractually obligated scene every episode. Every three episodes <laughs> yeah. or so. Oh, it doesn't look very good, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, not looking yeah. good for him. Yeah. No. 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 They're also, about- they seem to be resting their cast. Like, John Josh Dallas wasn't in any of last week's. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, oh, yeah. and, and uh, like, Rumpel wasn't, and then they, it looks like they switched because he's in the yep. sneak peek yeah. and obviously he has a bigger role in this episode. It's kind of like they had budget constraints <laughs> and their rest, they're benching the cast. I mean, watch and like, you see how like yeah. snow had, had barely anything. Yep. And then that red filter cost them some, some money. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram filter. Red is the, is the most expensive color. That's it. That's true. That. That's nice. true. Especially if you know something about insurance rates. Uh, but, uh, I, you, you know, and you're right. Uh, this whole half season does kind of smell of budget constraints or like. Which is hilarious because they're already renewed for next year. Yeah, but I, I, I have another thing that stuck out to me about Ooh. that coming up here in a little bit. Coming but, Emory, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, something that I'm not, I haven't read ahead of on yet. <laughs> so you have so. no idea what this point yeah, is. Yeah, so go ahead. Cool. Emory, go. Can we please get an episode in present day Storybrooke? We are now, what, three episodes back for the half season, and all we've gotten is a cute little picture in a globe of Bumpy. Bumpy being yeah. Belle and Grumpy having breakfast, <laughs> in case you didn't know, because we totally shipped Bumpy yeah. while they were in Camelot. Camelot. We yeah. were all about Bumpy. Um, <laughs> but Which is ironic, because Belle is a little Bumpy now. Belle is, well, no longer. Yeah. Well, no longer in real Belle life. Belle is, but the in characters. real life, she's not as bumpy anymore. <laughs> now, now she's just changing diapers. Um, yeah. But I can we get like any scene? Like, can we see what that meal was? What was mm-hmm. the discussion? Can we please see the episode where she finds out she's pregnant? Because you know that's going to happen before anybody gets out of the underworld. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. way. It only takes so long, people. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you're I, gonna know. She's like, oh man, maybe it wasn't Granny's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it was a burrito. Man. So. I kind of wonder how time passes relative yes. to, uh, you know, Storybrooke and Underbrook or whatever. Right. Because he said, I'll be back tomorrow, basically. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. um, three episodes later, we had to have at least had 48 hours. What was he running out for, like milk or something? He's no, like, she oh, told man. he told her she was going to the no. He told her he was going to the underworld, so she oh, knew okay. where he was going. Yeah, because they had that flashback after what the, the fact. Yeah. yeah, so it's even weirder. It it's even weird. weirder. <laughs> oh my! Uh oh! It was the cat, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, nice. you know, their 
there's children that have been left behind. There were, and you yes. don't see them. I know. Who is watching them, Granny? Like, no, does I Granny think they have said a nursery? The fairies. Oh, the, the nuns. Okay. They're with yeah, the fairies. I guess the nuns slash fairies. Yeah. Okay, but can we actually take care of them then? So can we get that episode? It doesn't even have a name. It yes. doesn't matter. We wrote it now. It doesn't exist. Uh. Pistachio. Yeah. Why didn't they? Why didn't? Why didn't they just take the kids to to the underworld with them? I mean, obviously that there's a sense. school there, so I mean uh, they, they'd be yeah. fine. But there's yeah, they dead children. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were a little blasé about the trip anyway. They were like, yeah, yeah. we can totally do this. It won't take long. Just a quick jaunt to the underworld. We'll bring Henry. You know, okay. And then the, I in do the miss Storybrooke, though. Whenever yep. they don't show it, I'm always like, "Well, mm-hmm. you did leave half your cast behind." Although, as Rumple yeah. said, about 45 of you came down here. But <laughs> yes. you know, yes. I always want to know what they're up to. And I do think mm-hmm. it would help if Belle's pregnancy was about Belle, not just about Rumple. But it's not going to be pet peeve. But it no. won't be. It'll be about Rumple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all about Rumple. Yeah, Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I don't know if you br- if you bring kids to the underworld, you don't even have to watch them because they can't get more dead. You know. They can't get more dead. Oh, that's my, that's my new motto. <laughs> they can't get more dead. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I, and you guys wanted to talk a little bit about uh, questions being answered and positive. Good things, good this things. Season, right? P- positive things that we have. Um, we finally found out how Henry Sr. got into Wonderland and out of Wonderland. Yep. Yep. Well, we had the out, but we didn't know how, you know, how he got in there. In yeah. the box. And we also learned, um, oh shoot, what was it? Well, we got to find out how Snow White really learned to use the crossbow, yes. although some of it came from red. But I do, I thought it was interesting that we're finally getting answers to some of our questions because we do whine and we know we complain and whine about <laughs> why don't you ever answer the questions that you raise? But they have answered a few questions in this half season that I'm like, all right, okay, you're answering it. I wanted to know how Hook and Mila got together. Mm-hmm. Yes. What drove her to like run off with him? And then seeing Hook, I was like, oh, that's right. Hook had this whole personality and he was very good looking and handsome and all this stuff. And he, he had, had two hands that. and he had two hands. Yes, two hands. <laughs> <laughs> and he obviously knew what to do with them, but <laughs> at least I assume. But yeah, I forget. it's been so long since I felt like we've seen an authentic Hook or Emma that yeah. when I see them, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So they felt really limp when they got back together. Mm-hmm. But I think we – I like this part of Hook. I don't know if I care about the the brother Liam stuff, but I mm-hmm. care about this. I see, I'm, was, I'm entertained to see what's going to come from that. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I think it's Hades um, – Trolling him. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But no, I I love that we got those unanswered questions. And, you know, it only took five seasons. So, (laughs) right. How do you guys feel about the fact that Hook was so quick to forgive Emma about the not leaving him dead and, you know, all all the stuff that she did last half season, turning him into a dark one, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And he was just like, eh, water under the bridge. Right. I like thought a, that was so disappointing. And I thought they're both acting so strangely that I almost am like, am I missing? Is there going to be a plot twist? Because when mm-hmm. they were back together, they were so subdued and just kind of blah. Yes. And I was like, well, shouldn't they have words? Because Emma really <laughs> should have let Hook go. And he tried to say, don't be a hero, Emma, mm-hmm. don't do this. Yeah. And there should be some issues over that. But it's so strange. And then this Emma is just like pod person Emma who's yes. just so fixated. It's odd. It's like, well... 
even if you're in love with Hook, she's got to be able to say, I'm defending why I did this because I loved you. Right. But he's just like, well, yeah, and then I was the dark one. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really weird. Like how many times can you, can you tell a person, I told you to let me go. I told you to let <laughs> yes. me go. I Kill told me. You, let Kill me die. <laughs> just let me die. And uh, no. Nope. And then she brought the whole fam down too. Yes. So it's like, <laughs> like they're having a family reunion. And they yeah. all went along with it, which is always interesting. So you think he would have been like, oh, so you all came down here, Henry? And then, right. wait, Robin Hood? Are you down here? What is, <laughs> what is Robin Hood doing here? Yeah, like he has literally no purpose. Didn't you guys just have a baby or something? Okay. Yeah. Great. Right? Yep. <laughs> Who's watching Roland? Your wife died again. <laughs> Why did you bring random villager number three? Yeah, I don't see, even like random feels, villager number that's three. That's really what it feels like. I only know him by his number, his villager number. Number three. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back right, to uh, what I, I was saying a little bit earlier yeah. about the uh, the budgetary constraints and you guys were bringing up too. Uh, Emma's house. Yeah. Uh, the use of Emma's house in this episode. Uh, you know, they explain it away in the dialogue with Rumpel saying, you know, the pirate has an act for targeting real estate w- with hidden values. Or with hidden oh. value. Uh, but, uh, you know, this house is, is apparently this great magical location. But what does that mean? Do you think it's going to be more significant to the story than just a convenient location that they're probably ding, reusing because they ding. already rented the house for the year? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I think that's like... It's a beautiful mm-hmm. house that has perfect inside. That that little door, they rented mm-hmm. it for that little door. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that was it. Hell adjacent or underworld adjacent. It's yep. really convenient. Good schools. Good schools. Good schools. <laughs> Got to take care of Henry. I also kind of wonder, how did, uh, you know, just from a story perspective, how did Rumpel know that he'd be able to get to Hades' realm from there? Like, I, I don't understand how Rumpel Because he's got... actually been there before. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. Why was Rumpel there? We, we don't really... Uh, when he briefly died before mm-hmm. Neil sacrificed oh, himself. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep, but the, then again, when him and Hades meet up in this episode, it's like they're meeting for the first time, so... Well, maybe they are meeting for the first time, but you feel like Hades would have come after him immediately going like, Dark One, please, <laughs> welcome, I've been waiting for you. Yeah, but you know their their use and reuse of this house really got me thinking about another mystical, magical, it, everything to everyone house that we Ooh. had last season, and that's the sorcerer's house. Oh, the that's sorcerer! Like uh, it, it, that seems like it would be a more likely place for all these shenanigans that are going on. You know, Emma and her dark one thing last half season. This going on this half season. Like I'm wondering, did were they just not able to get the house again? Lease expired. Yeah. I'm sure. But and I also kind of wonder, and this was never really explained how did merlin set that place up anyway nope. he was a tree we got nothing like a like a how was he we able to dropped get that merlin like a bad habit <laughs> that was so disappointing it was awful yeah it was a really good point there because it seems like they're setting something up you have rumple talking about the house and we really let him have it in 5a when they were like anyway hook was buying you the dream house and i was like really this is all over the the, the dream house but maybe it's because it's like the barbie dream house it's <laughs> Special powers. I actually think it's more likely that they just lost the lease in the other place, but still, I, yep. mm-hmm. maybe not. You know, you know I, I, think- I oh, sorry, just one thing. I just, I, I just saw a scene in my head that I want to play out on the head. show. Oh I want Tiny to be re-enlarged and open up the house and you know, play style? with the people inside, like Alice you know, just like style? Barbie's dream house. Oh, yeah. great! <gasps> we yeah, would love just, that. It just opens up on a hinge. Whoop. 
That'd be great. Who has the who has Barbie? Mattel. They have the Disney connection to didn't Disney. Don't they have? They just switched all the princess dolls. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cross promotion. Oh, there we go. There you go. Brilliant cross promotion. Barbie and Ken. Disney synergy. <laughs> Sorry, but what were you going to say? Sorry to interrupt you with that wonderful no, little scene. No, you're fine. <laughs> we granted that we want to see Charming's on House Hunters, so you're fine. Um, <laughs> Anybody needs to be on House Hunters. There's they like 17 people it. in a tiny apartment. Like it's a loft, guys. It's a <laughs> loft. <laughs> I think that there is, based on what I've read, that's not a spoiler, because I'm not going to say the spoiler, I think that the those houses are going to come up in the future. Okay. Mm. I like the sound of that. There we that's go. Awesome. Very good. <laughs> Keep an eye out for houses. Is there a real estate agent in Storybrooke or Underbrook? Probably. I can't remember. If I mean, it feels anyone. like they've got something of everything, but I, mm. I don't know who it is at this point. Okay. There's- be an amazing like billboard with like a really good dead pun <laughs> like yes. my prices will knock you dead like just in the back <laughs> just no glowing blue hair please please no hair no hair more oh, than God. enough of that oh way more than enough of that okay uh speaking of jobs in storybrook yes. and underbrook uh you wanted to talk a little bit, bit about the mayorship right amory how do you get to be the mayor like mm-hmm. in all reality shouldn't hades be the mayor of mm-hmm. underbrook like, I, and what do you get and what do you do other than you get this cool office that is decorated to your tastes and you get a map to the graves? Like, I don't understand. What what else do they do? Well, I almost feel like being the mayor is below Hades. You know, he because he's he's the he's the guy pulling all the strings. I, I and know. I mean, the, the mayor. So the does one... he pick it? Maybe. Because I could see him picking Cora. Mm-hmm. But really, picking Cruella, I feel like Pan would be a better choice than Cruella. Mm-hmm. Cruella just needs to own a bar. Mm-hmm. She needs a jazz club <laughs> and an endless yes, supply of gin. Yes, yeah. I want to go to Cruella's. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm there. But I just I just don't understand. I don't well, understand. Yeah, good point. I don't like, understand their hierarchy anyway. And their right, democracy no. is like Hades, like Prince William. And then... <laughs> <laughs> it's all just entitled. Like <laughs> yes. You know what? Exactly. And then I was like, well, maybe he didn't choose Pan because of his quote unquote closeness to Rumple. That could cause issues with whatever the big giant plan is with Rumple, who can only do things. So maybe it has to do with Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Monica in the chat room says uh, that she doesn't think Hades wants the public face. He'd, he'd rather be the guy behind the scenes. But everybody knows who he is. With the glowing blue hair. <laughs> he, he's incognito with the glowing blue hair. He's like uh, the governor, <laughs> and then he's appointed a mayor. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the mayor just does the mayorly duties, mm-hmm. like, you know, making sure the school with the dead children follows, like, school procedure and different things. <laughs> I right. Know. What are they are they learning like how to be dead 101 like what is this this is how you apply your like caked makeup so that you look deader here's everything you need to know about the world that you will never experience right it's so depressing like beetlejuice the handbook for the recently deceased yes yes and i mean it just makes sense Ah. it's the saddest plot twist ever (laughs) really Okay, uh, let, let's get to something happier or less happy, depending on your perspective. You guys want to talk a little bit about Rumbell, right? Ah, uh, the Rumbell. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so less happy, less happy, got it. <laughs> it's fun to talk about. Do you have some feelings about it, Bree? I just, I'm so tired of, like, Belle's story being Rumble story. 
in a way. Mm. It's just like, it's always through Rumpel's lens. And I don't know, we barely get Belle. Now, I understand she did have some time constraints because of her pregnancy, but still, Ginny did, and she still was in a lot more. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. And I'm just, I'm... I just, oh, he's so mean to her. He, you know, I just don't mm. understand. I, don't I think understand. we're just sort of, we're tired of seeing Rumpel do the thing and then Belle react a little teeny bit, but then he does another thing and then he's deceptive again. And then it's like, will she forgive him for whatever he did this time? I, I, I'm tired of that storyline. Yep. I really think that after Neil dies and he gives such a great speech in front of their graveside, which I actually believed, I was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Robert Carlyle's great. He's changed. Nope. They made him go evil again. And if they keep him like full bore evil, I'll be like, great. Hallelujah. That makes sense. It's consistent. Yep. But if it's like Bell needs to forgive him, I'm like, really? Because I think we're past that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I don't, I guess, I guess I just have to be patient and, and see how it plays out. But I think I know. Also, <laughs> you know, you, I read the interview with Adam and, and Eddie after the episode aired um, with Entertainment Weekly. And they said, you know, they hinted that maybe the baby would change things to Rumpel. But what does it say about Rumpel and Belle if the baby is what changes mm. him and not yeah, Belle. Belle? Right. This mm. woman that he supposedly loves. Mm. And can we get Emily to Raven to do anything but sleep? Oh <laughs> sleep or sit in a booth. <laughs> yes. That's, you get. Yes, and that's, that's been going on for three seasons. Remember yes. when she was lacy? Do you oh. remember when she was lacy and she mm. was in a scene for more than a minute? It like was a beautiful. <laughs> she got to, you know, speak yeah. and have some sass. I, I definitely feel you guys are right, though. The fact that, and I mean, Rumpel's one of the primary characters of the right. show. So I, I, the, the fact that they've stagnated him. Is is definitely stagnating a lot of characters around him, including Bell too. Right. It's keeping them from growing because he keeps having they keep having to return him to this, you know, dark one center instead of letting him grow as a character, and, and that's also preventing Bell from growing as a character. It, she also needs to stop going back to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kicked his butt over the line because yeah. he was a bad dude, and mm-hmm. then came running back. I know, and then he lied to her again, and it was and like again, okay, and again and again, I just. You, you know what what I think another one of the big crimes with Belle is is that they don't focus enough I don't think they focus enough on her her academic side which was you know the one of the primary character traits of of the the movie version which they're totally going off of in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Yep. And it's just like you know every once in a while they're like oh she'll look up a spell or something but you know <laughs> You know, whenever she has one of those contractually obligated flashbacks yeah. episodes, it's, it's her running around like, you doing know, stuff. doing an action adventure instead of like, you know, trying to solve a mystery or something. Like, right. do like a whodunit with Belle. Do yes. a whodunit episode with yeah. Belle. That'd yes. be awesome. Do oh, anything with Belle. Anything. And if they're going to do, do Disney Synergy and they're going to have Beauty and the Beast the movie come out next year. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to look at the character of Belle on Once Upon a Time. There is a huge disparity mm. in the characters. And I'm just like, oh, man, I don't know. I just don't feel like Emily. I mean, could Emily even leave the show? Who knows? <laughs> She's not being used. I hate to say this, but maybe that would be better in a way. And I feel bad because I did like Rum Bell in the beginning. And I, there's and I want to like Rum Bell. a lot of great fans. But I think Bill's right. It kind of stagnates the character. And I don't think mm. you need to make Rumpel like redeemed whatever that is i'm so sick of redemption arcs i'm not i'm just you know just be bad just be bad worry about that sometimes with regina it's like well have we taken it way too far you can't be that good Mm -hmm. right so maybe let (laughs) but they need to say okay fine bell and rumple not going to be together maybe maybe that's the answer just like i i don't feel like just all the couples that are together today need to be together on the show for, for forever Yep, but you know what I, I think. Feel an, like they do. You know <laughs> what I think. Another legitimate direction they could go is. Ooh, please tell us. 
Tell us. Belle goes evil. Like, make her go evil. She's like, wait a second. You know what? I fell in love with the dark one. There must be a reason. Let's go kill people. You know? Okay, but we did that. It was called Lacey. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, make Lacey, do Lacey, but for real. Mm-hmm. Like, because obviously, you know, that aspect of her personality is somewhere hidden in there. Because, I mean, true. Re- Regina extracted out aspects of people's personality mm-hmm. when casting That's the curse true. and everything. That's so, true. you know, go full Lacey. That, that'd be fun. Racy well, we've Lacey. already taken some stuff from Buffy. Why not make her uh, Dark Willow? <laughs> oh, I like that idea. Nice. Nice. I, I I laugh and I chuckle and I smile and I, I nod, no but I, I haven't I have watched no Buffy. I have never I have, watched Buffy. I've seen the original movie. That's it. <laughs> oh well, uh, the just there's been when she sends him to hell and everything. But mm-hmm. um, Willow goes. The witch character goes completely evil in like full dark when nice. she loses her lover Tara, mm-hmm. and um, so it would be interesting if they made Belle go dark. I Somebody think it would go fun. dark. Some I mean, Emma, I thought Emma was going to go full dark, and I was like, "This is edgy, but it's a choice." But it never happened, so it was mm-hmm. kind of like, "Oh, whatever." Also, I, you should watch Buffy. I know people I've heard tell that. me that, I've like, but both just because I'm, I'm a big fan of genre shows and I'm a fan of Stanley's original run on Spider-Man. For both of those reasons, people have told mm-hmm. me I need to watch Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I will get around to it one of these days when I have some free time, which is what is never. that? What is that? <laughs> the, right? If you have free time, we start a new podcast because that's what we do. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem. We addiction. should do a Buffy cast. No. 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 I'm tired of watching shows. Too late. I already bought the domain. Damn. Okay. Station <laughs> <laughs> feels really familiar. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you know, because I just lost a bunch of money on that domain, you wanted to talk about something else that was lost in this episode, right, Amory? What happens to the lost souls? Good question. What happens when you go in there? Are they literally stuck in this version of the underworld and not the fun part where you can walk around and help children for all of eternity? Or is there a way to save them? Like, I want to see Mila move to a happy place. I don't know why. I really hated her until this episode. But now I love her and I want to save her. (laughs) Like, it's just, I'm so over the redemption arc. Like I was saying, like, villains are villains, heroes are heroes. But I would like to send Mila to a happy place mm-hmm. what happens good. yeah good question what don't happens? we care like don't we care about that because if you want us to care about the characters and we do even when we complain <laughs> more about the than show, we should we probably <laughs> we talk about this at odd hours of the day and night right yes <laughs> so we're like well so can they bring some people back from the dead and then how do we know where does henry senior go where do where do they go when why well mulan did something with the wraith and philip that we'll never ever 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 see let's <laughs> not we know we're not getting that story. Hope in the chat room says they get turned into the dip from Roger Rabbit. Disney Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it all back. Bring it all back. Definitely. Oh, that's great. <sighs> well, in the, in the police cartoon, aren't they just like kind of floating oh, in, the, yeah. in the river? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're yeah. just going to be like, guess what? We got some CGI screen, mm-hmm. green screen here. Yep. We're just going to let them float. The slope. I just, I feel like they wanted, they knew we were all going to ask about Neil. So they were like, here. They had to give us that. Here you go. Bye. And I'm glad they did, but I I still want to know, like, where is Neil and what's the... What? Yeah. He's what? in the Disneyland in the sky. He's riding a roller coaster. He is riding yeah. a roller coaster. There, there are no wait times. <laughs> <laughs> that would be heaven. No, that, that would be fantasy land. Fast, fast, <laughs> He's fast, fast in his way through. <laughs> Nice, nice. Okay, so uh, you guys wanted to end on kind kind of one of the the last 
kind of mysteries they set up at the end of this episode because uh, they try and enact a plan that they had from the of outset to say to get everyone back mm-hmm. to the overworld and it fails. So you guys want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, why Regina couldn't take Emma's heart? Yeah, yeah. I think it's because they were both they're both dead now. Mm-hmm. Technically, right? they're dead. Sorry. Oh. No. That was Belle the cat. That oh. Belle is evil. She's lazy <laughs> right now. Nice. Um, sorry. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah, think I it's think because it, yeah. they're they're dead now, and I think that is the moment Regina got her powers back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I I agree, and because I was turning to Alex while I was working, and I was like, "Well, what was the plan? I mean, Hook's technically dead. They're going to put a half a heart in a dead person." Yep. But then, <laughs> then we were like, well, maybe they're all technically dead, and maybe that's kind of a problem right now. I Although, I mean, obviously she had some sort of protection spell, and I know once upon a time <laughs> – sorry, everyone yes. – we had a theory. We had several different theories when Cora was doing that, but essentially yep. it was they were just like, well, Emma's the savior, so – but I, I always felt she had some sort of protection from – Doing stuff like to, that? Yeah, and I hate to draw on other things like Harry Potter, but it was like – <laughs> the moment of her birth, she was somehow protected yep. from Regina. Yep. So she's kind of a horcrux. I don't know. Yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> yes, she to. is. Absolutely. I hate to bring that in, but it's Nerd too circle. easy. It's too <laughs> easy. Harry Potter is a part of everything. It, it, it does go back to what Neil told Emma in the opening episode, though, was that things are not going to go the way you think they're going to go. Nope. And every every plan you have is, is going to go in the opposite direction. Yep. So I just like yeah. I think I said this last week. Can we just kill a main cast member and be done with it? Somebody yes. must die. And I mean like an original yes. cast member. Like for real. Like a for real cast member too. Right. Yeah. Not, not like not Robin, Robin Hood, because we know that's happening. Yeah. Let's that's just we're just gonna admit it to ourselves, everyone. Let's just mm. admit it. Yeah, I mean the he gets the bell treatment, but even worse. It's like yes. Bell is either sleeping or finding a book, and he's like, Here's an arrow, and then they're like, Okay, bye. <laughs> I'll go check over here. Yeah. And it's then I'll stand sad, and make a face. Yeah. I do think for it to be realistic, you have to lose a main original season one cast member. I really do. And I also feel like, okay, well, you know, you they went to all this trouble to have this 100th episode that didn't go over, I guess, the way we thought it would. <laughs> right. But they're still bringing back people. So, But I hate the disrespect in a way of Neil's memory. I mean, not everybody else heard about what he said to Emma, but several people tried to tell, you know, our intrepid heroes, get the heck out of here because this is bad and they were like okay mm-hmm. anyway it's not so bad <laughs> then snow was telling charming hey let's like go on a like rescue mission and like rescue these people i'm like you're in the underworld yeah. have some urgency people yeah <laughs> act like they're like on a b&b or something yeah there is no sense of urgency with any of them no. yeah nope they're like blah, blah, blah. i'm like no this is our home now <laughs> yes they just settled right in they took the sheets off the bed and they're like all right we're here now this is where we live Yes. That's why Neverland was so good because mm. there was a sense of urgency. Yes, and yes, they were in like in it was in this like pretty dark place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's just kind of like la 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 dead children and <laughs> no. well, there's a guy with blue hair and you know they're just kind of like just prancing around. Yep, and I love them, but still, it's like mm-hmm. come on. Okay, guys. Well, I. I- I, I think you guys have listened to our show before, and the time has come uh, to de- determine once and for all, with a completely arbitrary scale, <laughs> what we think about this episode. Now, yeah. I always come up with these off the top of my head, and I, I'll put it, put it in the chat room so people in the chat room can chime in, too. Let's see. 572 uh, dead kids. <laughs> Brian Alex. <laughs> Why is first. it always dead? 
dead children. <laughs> because dead it's kids make the world show. go round, man. It's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> but Bree and Alex, uh, out of 572 dead kids, how many dead kids do you give this episode? I'm going to give it a solid 400 dead kids. Ooh. Nice. You know? And that's Versus a liquid phrase. 400. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. There were some good parts and there were some bad parts. It's fair. But it's far from being the worst ever. No. Oh, yeah. Far. far. <laughs> like, we didn't call it five-star garbage, which is what we call last <laughs> last season's finale. Mm. Oh, so. yeah. Let's nice. see. We already have some coming in here from the chat room, too. Bobby gives it 554 dead kids. 45. <laughs> or 545. Uh, Angel T gives it 520 dead kids. Uh, Hope gives it 550 dead kids with one book bag full of souls. Souls. And, and Unseen Viewer gives it 500 dead kids. I'm going to uh, go with 525 dead kids. 525 dead kids. Yes. Why? Again, like we've, well, harped on. It was good. It wasn't great. It mm-hmm. wasn't terrible. Things happened, but now, <laughs> you know, half of my points were questions mm-hmm. um, so that I don't have answers to. And I like answers. Mm-hmm. And uh, villains are villains, heroes are heroes. Somebody die. <laughs> I oh want somebody gosh. to die. Mm-hmm. I'm you sorry. our brains totally. That's it. <laughs> yes. You have to die. Someone has to. Someone has to die. <laughs> it's been five seasons. Like, we have no – I'm looking yes. at the poster. Not a single original main <laughs> cast member has died. Yeah, uh, Monica over in the chat room gives it 486 dead kids and a foot. Oh, and a foot. And a foot. And uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have to go low because I think everyone was a little too high for my taste. Uh, oh, my. Because they went pretty low. Yeah. How, how low were was, They were 400. Were you guys? You guys were 400? I yeah. went 400. He went 500 something. I'm yeah. going yeah. I'm, I'm to give it. 374 dead kids and one dead baby. Stop it with the dead babies. He always does dead baby jokes and I hate dead baby jokes. I don't do I don't I don't do the bad ones on the stream. I just mentioned that they're there's they dead babies in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it was a good episode. Could have been better. It didn't it doesn't hold a candle to like season one, season two, season three. It's not going to. But I, it won't ever happen. I really appreciate that they are leaning into evil, evil Rumple. Yep, villains but still are villains. finding a way to make you kind of sympathize with him because Hades got one over on him too. No, that made me cheer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Payback's a bee. Finally. But uh, we do have some feedback and some news and stuff to finish up, guys. But uh, we want to thank you, Brie and Alex, so much for coming on. Thank you. We had so much fun. You have to come on our show next and do the live watch. Definitely. Oh, yes. That would be fun. We would absolutely love to do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, just uh, just say when. But it's been a long time coming, a crossover far far too long coming. Absolutely. Uh, We crossed over everyone. We did. (laughs) In the underworld right now. We're in your basement. In, we crossed the streams. Uh, okay. Why don't you guys go, go ahead and uh, tell people where they can find you online and everything in your show? Oh, oh. That's you, babe. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> um, OthersideOfTheMirror.com. And we are on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also tweet at us at OthersideOnce. And you can email us at talk at OthersideOfTheMirror.com. 
as well as go on Facebook at facebook.com slash other side fans. There, I did it. All of them. Excellent. Woo-hoo! Excellent. Very, very well done. And with that, we're going to hang up on you. Bye, guys. Bye. Now, on to the news. News. First up, the ratings. Once Upon a Time hit a series low 1.1 for ABC. Side note, America's Funniest Home Videos, hosted by Carlton from Fresh Prince, had almost 2 million more viewers. I'm sorry, I had to put it in there. Oh, it's a it's a good uh, it's a good contrast. Like, the the one point one was about even to what America's Funniest Home Videos, but when you go into numbers, mm-hmm. they had two million more viewers. Like, <laughs> yeah. guys. If America's Funniest Home Videos, a.k.a. Uh, YouTube 1.0, is doing better than you are, <laughs> you might have a problem. You might have a little bit of a problem. But, you know, yep. we're still watching. We're still liking it. And there's another episode on next week called The Brothers Jones. Why don't we watch the preview clip? Meow. All right. Let's see here. I, this can, looks like it's going to be a Hook-centric episode. You we have The Brothers Jones? Hook talking about Hook's stuff. Talking about and things. next Sunday. And the Pirates family. Pirates and pirate ships and stuff yes Katie's nope more brother that's the brother and the sister no not the The sister the brother's grim and yeah it looks like Liam is not a big fan of Emma not so nope she ain't good enough so it looks like their relationship might be but who does he think's good enough it also looks like Hook's getting ready to maybe make the choice to move on somewhere once upon a time once upon a time the brothers Jones I don't know it's gonna be an interesting episode that's for sure that's for sure Uh, now uh, you know you don't always have to run to your computer I don't know where people got this idea that you have to (laughs) run to your computer to leave us feedback but you don't you can take a nice gingerly walk. You can, you know, you you can take a few days off. Yep. Go to the underworld. Uh, hang Don't out. Don't go to the underworld. Go to it's the underworld. It's hard to come back. They have email there. They have internet cafes. Uh, they just connect to CompuServe from 1993. Ooh. Email us, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at GFStoryBrook. The Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And as usual, we start off with Bobby's voicemail. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, Bill and Marie, it's Bobby. Hi. You know, there is a reason Jane Espenson is one of my favorite writers working in television today this episode of once stood head and shoulders above anything that we've seen so far in this back half and that's really not saying much because i haven't really been a fan of the episodes that we have seen so far but okay shout out of course to uh the rumple introducing mila to emma yes. and mila's int- uh, reaction to emma i thought that was priceless but what really shown in this episode was the examination of the relationship between uh, Rumple and Emma, or mm-hmm. Rumple and Mila. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was spot on. In the in the past, I've almost felt like they've painted uh, Mila as somewhat of a harpy that forced Rumple to become what he became. Mm-hmm. But in this episode, it showed that that's not what happened at all. That sometimes, you know, in relationships, there are no good guys or, or bad guys. It's mm-hmm. just things happen. People drift apart. Um yeah, and it felt it definitely felt like that that scene that you see where two people who have been out of a relationship for a while finally get real with it and like discuss what went on in a calm, rational manner, which was really cool. And then he killed her. We saw that she, you know, even though she's fed up and felt put upon, she still uh, was trying to be the better person. I mean, mm-hmm. even though she obviously felt, you know, uh, taken by Hook. She told him that she has other responsibilities, that she can't do that until she felt like, you know, this is finally the last straw with Rumple and screw this. I'm going to the bar. (laughs) But what really was great was the scenes between them in the underworld Mm -hmm. where like, you know, of course, there's been this whole back and forth with Rumple, but you've you felt like there was an actual connection between them. 
you know, you felt like he did want her to move on and to see Neil, mm -hmm. um, which made it even more heartbreaking when he had to, he made that deal with Hades. But it almost felt like he was forced into it. You could feel the pain on his face when he threw Mila into the river. Yep. Uh, okay. Just <laughs> really love this episode, guys. So out of uh, 43 piles of hellhound poo, I'll give it... <laughs> 40, 40. I'll give it 40. What? <laughs> what was that, what was that scale? What was oh, that scale, Bobby? Oh, Bobby. 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 <clears throat> Matt C. over on YouTube, I, in reference to last week's episode, said, It was never said who taught Snow how to use a bow and arrow until this episode. Snow only said she learned from somebody uh, from a different forest back in the episode The Evil Queen. Aha. But it was never revealed exactly who until this episode. This was actually an answer we had long been waiting for. Thank you for being able to tell me specifically where I thought I heard this. Yes, thank so, you very much, thank Matt you, Matt C. Thank you, because I like being proven wrong when there's a point. Okay, next we have a voicemail from Tim. Take it away, Tim. Tim. Hey, Bill. Hey, Anne-Marie. Hey, this Tim. Is Tim, a.k.a. Unseen Viewer in the chat. Uh, so, firstly, uh, when I was watching this episode, I was like, hmm, does Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> and Mila's relationship, uh, in this scene parallel Macbeth and Lady Macbeth? Now, let me explain. Mm. So, Rumpelstiltskin, like Macbeth, is, uh, a coward, and like Macbeth, Rumpelstiltskin has received prophecy. So, there's my first point, and then, uh, I like that. Rumpelstiltskin, uh, also like Macbeth, uh, has been, uh, told that the best thing for him is to kill someone who is much more powerful than him uh, in order to get what he wants. Um, there is a scene in this episode uh, with Rumpelstiltskin and Mila and a dagger. Uh, I think that's the scene right before we see Killian uh, mm -hmm. in the past, that is. Um, and uh, that made me think of, is this a dagger that I see before me from Macbeth? Uh, okay, second point. Uh, okay. what does Hades want Rumpelstiltskin to do for him? Maybe, <laughs> uh, make deals in the underworld? I have no idea here. Um, but <laughs> the point is, I love that scene. And it's interesting that they're bringing Emily DeRaven's uh, pregnancy into the actual show. I'm not sure how well it will go, but we will see. Uh, third point, uh, Regina, why do you trust Cruella DeVille to tell you the truth about anything? Uh, yes. And why did you need to go and see Daniel when you'd already seen him as Frank and Daniel? Uh, wouldn't you rather go and see, I don't know, the grave of Huntsman Graham? Um, anyways, so that, that, that was my beef with that scene was that I, I sort of thought there was a bit of wasted potential in this episode for you know, uh, more, uh, more closure and, you know, more interesting and dramatic scenes with Regina than we saw. Uh, but other than that, let's see. I'll give this episode, uh, eight contracts out of ten because I always like Rumpelstiltskin flashbacks and his centric episodes. So this is Tim and I'm going to see you guys on Wednesday. Bye bye. Nice. Thank you very much. And yeah, we really did enjoy all those comparisons to the Scottish play. Yes. You, you can't refer to it by its name as Angel T pointed out in the chat room. It's just bad luck. Yeah. Bad juju. Then you have to go outside and say every curse word you've ever bad, heard. Bad luck. Bad, bad luck. Okay. We have a letter here. You want to read this I'll one? Read this, from, one. This, uh, yeah, is, this is a newbie, right? I believe so. This is from Amelia. Amelia. Hello, guys. I 
wanted to share my impression of Mila and see what others thought of it. I think a part of her wanted Balefire to die after he had been bitten by the snake, and that was part of her unfinished business. Here are my reasons for thinking this. One, she sends Rumpel to kill the doctor in cold blood. She must know that he won't be able to do it. If she really wanted the job done, she needed to do it herself. And yet she browbeats Rumpel into going. Very true. <clears throat> Two, she is more angry than relieved when he brings back the potion, telling him that he just ruined her future. I have three children and am medically barred from having any more pregnancies because of a risk of a baby and myself would be too great. I willingly embrace the idea of having no further pregnancies <laughs> because I did not want to leave my children without a mother. Mm-hmm. How much faster would I have jumped if it – wait, if one of my children was dying and that was the way to save her? Uh, maybe she is just mad that Rumpel's cowardice prevented her from having a son and having her son and a future baby. But her response just didn't ring true for me as that of a mother beside herself at the thought of losing her child and willing to do anything to keep him. Three, as soon as Balefire appears healed, she heads back out to the bar, not because she needs a drink, but because she needs to get out of the house. I had a 24-hour period where I wasn't sure if my very sick baby was going to recover or continue to deteriorate. It was terrifying, and I held on to her for days after the doctors finally gave her the all-clear, and we knew she was going to recover. Given my experience, it would have made more sense to me if Mila had wanted to hold on to Balefire and rock him back to sleep, but she was irritated with Rumpel and takes off. Mm -hmm. I think Mila wanted out, a new life, but she knew that a good mother doesn't leave her child. And part of her didn't want to leave Balefire, but part of her did. So she both relieved and she she is both relieved and frustrated when she gets her medicine. Wait, when he gets the medicine he he needs. And as we know, she does eventually give in to the part that wants to leave and abandons her son. But I don't think her unfinished business was just that she left, but that she also had a small voice rooting for his death Oh, when mm-hmm. he was bitten by a snake and she was ashamed of that. That was much longer letter than I had set out to write, but I was making myself clear. And after reading all that, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree, Amelia? I uh, thank you, Amelia. And yeah, I, I think, think that's a great, great point. Yeah, definitely. I think I think in a lot of ways, uh, she was trying to manipulate the situation or sabotage the situation. Mm-hmm. Be- because as she admits in this episode that she was selfishly she was thinking about herself. Yeah. And and she she wasn't thinking about any of the other people in her life. Mm-hmm. She just she wanted out one way or another and right. she was she was trying to manipulate the situation <laughs> to get there and uh without too much care for her son and I mean, you know, who cares what she thought about Rumple at right. that point? You know, her son. She didn't take know. a kid. But All yeah, right. a very good email. Thank you very much, Amelia. All right. I will read this one because it's Ash. <laughs> oh, yeah. You always, I always read Ash. Ashes. Um, I speak of the language. Okay. <laughs> hey, Annabelle. Hugs. Missed you guys. But I'm back. Does a happy dance. And apparently so is Mila and Wee Baby Balefire-ish. <laughs> Her crossing guard gig seems rather fitting punishment. Sniffles. Those poor widow ones, though. Maybe they were from the Ogre War. Oh, that makes sense. We didn't really acknowledge why there were so many children in the underworld, so they all have unfinished business. Mm. Um, and hook on a hook. <laughs> um, excuse me a moment. Codfish jokes are coming to mind, and oh, Emma knows now. She knows the face. Oh, I've missed the reaction to faces. Archie on speed dial when we get home, eh, Emma? Uber awkward, <laughs> but at least someone seems to be learning 
things. And how uh, now you just need to tell Henry, Emma, Emma, um, Cruella, oh, Lord, baby mama jokes. <laughs> no, my heart, right in the childhood. While Mila, much pirate, lots darkness, daggers and pirates. Oh, my, oh, my. And he's quoting Sense and Sensibility. The air is full of spices. Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. Um, Hope is contraband in the underworld. We didn't even mention that. Yeah. Um, and he's a pirate. Hmm. And no, you do not listen, Emma. Also, the five-point star under them. Interesting that several different things could be related to. Ponders. But the green makes me think of Sir Gowan the Green um, mm-hmm. uh, from Mythos. Uh, he made the promise and he failed only to accept a token from a lady in hope to save his life. And he received a nick for it. Much less than what Hooks got, but very shamed by it. Mm-hmm. I don't really know that story very well. Um, <clears throat> deal making and breaking is very, very important. And Daniel and mob bosses meeting. Oh, rumple, rumple, rumple. Shakes head. <laughs> oh, hook pot calling the kettle black. Uh, oh my gosh, the horse, the horse. Uh, stupid Hades growl. Oh my gosh, I bet Bell's on the second board. And she is screams in horror. <laughs> oh, crabity crab crap. Uh, giving this one seven and a half crystal balls out of ten because unresolved tasks, ugh, things, rolls around in pain, panicking. Cheers and hugs, Ash. Thank you very much, Ash. Ash, Ash. Uh, Ash, you were, you, you were sorely <laughs> missed. Thank you very much. For your letter. Okay, next up we have a letter from Hood Queen. Uh, it says, good morning, guys. I love your podcast. I listen to it twice a week. Thank you. Uh, this episode was uh, good except for the scene with Hook and Dumb Dumb Emma. Swan oh, fire dumb, forever. Dumb uh, she doesn't listen and her mom, Snow, can't keep a secret. Nope. Uh, Emma, the heart plan was never going to work. Your heart is crazy glued to in your chest, dumb dumb. Uh, Rumple. Oh, Rumple. Karma is a B at sign and sign dollar sign exclamation <laughs> Lots point. Lots of signs. Yeah. I feel bad for regular week Rumple because the contract agreement was life and death situation and it wasn't good enough for Mila. Uh, we, we all know that she was not planning on having any more kids with Rumple. So stop the uh, okay, BS lady. Uh, <laughs> Belle uh, once again has no idea and was sleeping again. Yep. Uh, Regina, I love her and she can't, uh, she can do no wrong. Please keep ta- talking to Cruella DeVille. Love them both. Uh, was the horse the same, the one, same as the one she killed? No, because it wasn't her, her, her horse. If it had yeah, been her, recognized if it, it would have been her horse, she'd have had a bit more of a reaction, yeah. I think. Hades, love him, but not his blue hair. Waste of money. Yep. Very yep, d- yep. That's where all the budget went. That's the budget. I, I I love how he has become a collection agency. Uh, making the dark one cry was awesome, and made him making him his you know what. <laughs> yes. Uh, in addition, it appears like Hades, Hades likes strong women because he wants to keep them all. I uh, love the podcast and can't wait to hear your thoughts. XOXO Hood Queen. XOXO back at you. XOXO. <clears throat> all right. Last but certainly not least. From Monica. I scroll too far. Okay. Hi, Bill and Amory. Really enjoyed the episode so much better than last week. So my notes on it. Hades demands Hook carve the names and Hook, in true pilot, pirate form, tells him to bugger off. Though I was waiting for Hades to give him a hammer for a hand. Um, that would have been funny. Flashback to Rumpel and Mila. I can change really is a forever theme in his life. And yet he never does. Not for long anyway. Rumpel introduces Mila and Emma. Wow, the look on Emma's face. Loved it. And Mila's summary. So you've been with my son and my ex-lover. The look on Emma's face was, well, yeah, but it's not how it sounds. Or, 
well, maybe it's exactly how it sounds. Um, so then Mila gets <laughs> them into hell and all of a sudden Emma remembers seeing Neil on her way to the underworld and not even like, oh, yeah, I just remembered. But she had never blocked it out in the first place. Killian meets Mila. Oh, Killian meets Mila for the first time. Swoon. He could teach David a thing or two about being charming. Emma saves Killian. You're impossible. You love me for it. Aww. Uh, the gravestones. Okay. So if it's upright, they're here. If it's knocked over, they went to a better place. And if it's granite, they went to a bad place. No, if it was cracked, they went to a bad place. That's just a correction for you. Daniel's gravestone looked, oh, like granite and it was knocked over. So no, if it was knocked over, he's, he's, he's in a happy place. Um, a horse whinnies and Snow is like, what's that? I had to laugh at her not knowing what a horse sounds like. Okay, that's, <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Um, so now a Hades has a contract for the second born child and there is something only Rumpel can do. I wonder if Chief Healer, the actor is a chief engineer on the new Battlestar Galactia. Okay. Saw his way back when he said this price is far more than gold or if he only referred to his plan. And then the trailer, the Jones brothers together again. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to hear your thoughts tomorrow night. See you then. Monica. Oops, forgot the scale. Out of 100 heads of blue fire, I give it 85. A solid episode that didn't leave me with a bunch of, oh, that's convenient. Mm -hmm. And what are you people doing moments like last week? Certainly room for improvement, but a good episode. Thank you very much, Monica. (sighs) Oh, 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 uh, I, no. I, I, I just got, I just got a mist of in here. Uh, it says, you know, I was wrong. Uh oh. It says I was wrong and that next week you should run to your computer right after you're done watching Once Upon a Time. Email us greetings from storybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at GF Storybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Again, sorry for the error. I just got the missive that, that I was wrong. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. You know, sorry yes. about that. Nice. Amory, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And if you're going to watch Batman v Superman this week. <gasps> call and tell us about it. Yeah, call. Use all that contact information. Let us know your thoughts because we're doing a special episode of Legends of Gotham next weekend with former once podcaster Rebecca Johnson of Operation Cobra Cast. Operation Cobra Podcast. Operation you Cobra Podcast. You will never Podcast. get that name right. You always mess it up. No, I won't. Uh, but uh, we're doing a special <laughs> Batman v Superman episode of Legends of Gotham with her and mm-hmm. our, another one of our listeners, Holy Bat Pastor. Mm-hmm. And we want to know your thoughts about the movie. So uh, greetings fans are welcome to submit to that too. Absolutely. Uh, and we want to thank our chat room who come here every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. EST mm-hmm. at live.universebox.com. Monica and Bobby and Hope and Amy who uh, had Dropped some high because wins. Dropped because of the winds. And uh, Unseen Viewer, a.k.a. Tim, uh, we love you guys. Thanks for coming. All of the hearts. So I guess I guess that about does it. Anne-Marie, do you have any sundry business that we haven't we haven't addressed? Other Anne-Marie, I must insist that you get your feedback in on Sunday night because you've forgotten two weeks in a row. Yeah. So she, you she pointed run. it out. She you pointed it out run. to me. She's like, I guess I need to do it immediately. I'm like, yes. I and Bobby yes. asked when we're recording the Batman v Superman special. April second at around seven thirty, seven forty-five ish. Yeah. So uh, join us for that. Uh, and until next time, greetings, greetings from, from Storybrook. Yes, yeah, so that is Jafar and Darth Vader <laughs> on Disney Adventures. <laughs>